morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. family. Thanks for listening to 7.31 a.m. Today is Tuesday, December 21st, 2021. And we will kick off today's episode of the podcast by saying happy birthday to Samuel L. Jackson. I was going to say one of his more famous movie quotes to introduce him, but I also think then our podcast would probably have to be listed under a different like parental advisory category. Charlie, any Samuel L. Jackson performances stand out to you when you think about his career? It's so hard with somebody like Sam Jackson because he is just so, so prolific and has been in so many things. But it's like, for me, I think that the one that had the most impression on on me is him as Mace Windu in, in the Star Wars movies. I just feel like like just seeing behind the scenes stuff with him and George Lucas where he was just kind of like, what if my lightsaber is purple? And George Lucas was like, that sounds sick, man. Whatever you say. Like, it's just it's awesome. Like, there's just no reason for that. They were just like, what if Samuel Jackson is the drippiest Jedi of all time? And they said, write it, George. And it's sick as hell. So probably that. What about you? I'm not a huge fan of the the prequel, quote unquote, Star Wars, totally. uh, but I do think Mace Windu is a highlight in it. I just think of Pulp Fiction immediately. Like, it's just... I think it doesn't get more iconic. The impact it had on culture just cannot be understated. We will stay, though, in the entertainment realm of things. Entertainment. We got more great news for Harry Potter fans as the first trailer for the Return to Hogwarts special dropped on Monday. Return to Hogwarts brings back most of the cast of the films, including Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint to celebrate the 20th year anniversary of the Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. The trailer teases what's to come on the special, including one of the conversations between Emma Watson and Rupert Grint, as well as Helena Bonham Carter and Daniel Radcliffe, where they discuss just how much the franchise means to them, even to this day. Return to Hogwarts releases on HBO Max on January 1st. Char, I'm pretty excited about it. Anything else going on in uh, the world of entertainment? Yes, sir. We got some exciting news for Marvel fans, especially Marvel Comics fans. The Punisher is returning to the comics. We're getting a bit of a reboot. So Frank Castle, a.k.a. The Punisher, is getting a new lease on life via an upcoming 13-issue series, which will be written by Jason Aaron, who's best known for his issues of The Avengers and Thor. Beginning in March of next year, 2022, the new Punisher solo series will follow this fan-favorite anti-hero as he aligns himself with The Hand, which is an infamous criminal organization that a lot of people know from Daredevil and different Daredevil series. Um, So along with the new role with the hand, Frank is also going to adopt a new suit emblem, saying goodbye to his infamous skull logo for the foreseeable future. Um, You can check out some early panels of the upcoming Punisher comic right now, um, available. You can check on Twitter. And they feature some gorgeous art from Jesus Saiz and Paul Azaketa. I actually haven't read a lot of Punisher comics, but I just, a lot of what the Punisher is about, sort of this investigation and critique of hyper-violence and hyper-vigilanteism is always really interesting. And I also think the way that the Punisher has been sort of misappropriated in popular culture is very interesting because it's it's the way that he gets used as sort of like a pro-machismo emblem is such a distinct departure from what the character is actually supposed to be about. It's a it's a biting critique of those kinds of things. Um, so I think that's part of why they're leaving behind that logo, which has become affiliated with sort of this toxic masculinity that the character is meant to investigate as opposed to celebrate. So I'm excited to see this new run and uh, see how Jason Aaron does with it. You hit it, you know, the nail on the head when it comes to what the skull now represents. And it's no different than really what happened with like Wolf of Wall Street and how these characters who are portraying bad people 
get loved and beloved by the public audience and then they get ran with. So it's nice to see them kind of pivot on that. The one last bit of information here in the entertainment world, we got the first look at Robert Eggers' The Northman. We got a trailer for the very anticipated movie yesterday. Eggers is best known for directing The Witch and The Lighthouse, which starred Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. And his net next flick, ooh, almost like Netflix, but next flick, which is set to premiere April 22nd of 2022, is a Viking revenge film set in the 10th century. The film stars... Bjork, Nicole Kidman, Alexander Skarsgård, Willem Dafoe, Ethan Hawke, and the mountain from Game of Thrones, Bjornsson. Watch the gritty trailer now. It's on YouTube. Plenty of people are talking about it on Twitter. And yeah, this thing's going to get a lot of love, Charlie. Charlie, any news in the NFT world? NFTs. Okay, so yesterday, VCon, the forthcoming VCon event, the conference announced its star-studded lineup. So if you don't know, VCon was one of the main promised utility associated with VFriends, Gary Vaynerchuk's um, NFT project from earlier this year. So essentially, Gary's project VFriends was art forward, but rather than being just about the art, the idea was that by buying a token, you buy into sort of a community and a bunch of associated utility as well. And so one of the main promises with VFriends was that there would be a major conference at some point in 2022 called VCon that will feature speakers from a wide roster of different worlds, from NFTs, from entrepreneurship, um, from music, etc. So now the 10,255 VFriends holders finally get a first look at the lineup. For most of us, this information is just something that we have to sit and see because unless you own a VFriend, um, you could buy one on the secondary market right now for the cheapest is 10 Ethereum, which is about $45,000. So you either had to buy a VFriend, have the foresight to buy one back when they first minted. Um, but for me, the way that I'm viewing it is it's demonstrating how we assign value to NFTs. So people see on face value, whoa, that's so expensive for a little JPEG, but you got the image and then you also get access to things like this conference. And so this conference, which is happening in May of 2022, here's just some of the speakers um, that will be present. It'll be Banks, the founder and owner of FaZe Clan, Beeple, who's still the highest selling NFT artist of all time, the producer Illmind, the TikTokers Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio, uh, Klon, who's one of the artists behind Cool Cats and Blue Cat, one of the biggest artists in NFTs. Danny Cole, the artist behind Creature World, another huge project. Isaac Drift Wright is an NFT photographer who I love. Look up Drift Wright. He does these really incredible uh, urban exploring pictures where he climbs up really high and then takes pictures from high up. Um, the actor Kevin Smith, Logan Paul will be there. Liam Payne of One Direction will be there. Mila Kunis will be there. Then also there's a roster of musicians who are going to perform as well. And this is just the first announcement. There will be more people announced down the line. See the full list at vcon.co slash speakers. I'll be honest with you guys. When I I looked at this list i was pretty blown away bo what's going on in sports sports chris godwin update and tom brady's fun fact it has been a difficult 48 hours for the defending super bowl champs the tampa bay buccaneers after getting shut out against the new orleans saints during sunday night football the team got word on monday that wide receiver chris godwin is gonna miss the rest of the year with a torn acl the game on sunday was the first shutout of tom brady's career that's 255 starts Brady came into the weekend as the favorite to win the NFL MVP, but now after the performance on Sunday night, Aaron Rodgers has now taken his place as the odds-on favorite to win the award. It was a tough weekend for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A lot of people still consider them to be 
one of the better contending teams in the NFL. But man, if this weekend was anything, it just proved how much of a crapshoot these final few weeks are really going to be in the NFL season. That's it for today's episode. For more details on these stories and more, head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. We'll be back tomorrow. As always, remember to stay curious. 